we're all familiar with companies and their different brands. Am I right? One company, like a lighting company, may have a tradition and stability brand. Another company like Tesla's brand is cutting edge innovation. A brand is the experience or the feeling you get from the organization consistently beyond its product or service. I mean, when you think about Disney, you feel something. You instantly know what experience you'll have. Did you know that you as an individual have a brand too, a personal brand? You are an experience. You're more than what you do or produce. You are the experience that you bring. Many don't think about it like this. The experience of your personal brand matters not only to your career and what you create, but to your community, your connection with others, your impact. Ultimately, it's a matter of how well you are able to elevate your work and the purpose and the reason that you're here. In today's episode, I'm talking about the importance of the role of self-awareness in personal branding and a practice to help you elevate both. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. The topic of today's discussion came about as a result of a purchase I recently made. It was a purse. I ordered it online from a company that I have never ordered from before. And when it arrived, I opened the box and the opening, it was like this amazing experience. In fact, the first thing I read is your experience begins. There were many layers to the opening. It was wrapped as a gift to me. It had a personalized letter and handwritten script. There's a lot of beautiful tissue. It was a really strong, solid, gorgeous, royal box. And they gave an extra gift. In fact, it was a surprise. In addition, there was a credit card case in it that had a very solid business card from them with this lifetime guarantee and the address to ship it back in case it ever needed to be fixed. There were two of those placed strategically in different places, sort of signifying to me that they really cared. They really never wanted you to lose sight of the fact that they wanted you to be happy with this forever. I'm exposed to a lot of brands, but this one really got me thinking about experiences with a brand. And when I coach leaders and companies, I often interview other individuals who work with that person directly. And one of the questions I ask is when you think of this person, what one thing comes to mind that describes your experience of them? And the answers are different and can range, you know, obviously she always goes the extra mile or he's the last person to leave the office at night. This person's always willing to give extra help, or this is the best resource on the floor. What's amazing to me is that there's always repetition in the answers I collect during these interviews. So I could talk to six or eight people, and they always, in general, there's a theme. What I actually am collecting there is the individual's personal brand. 
Who are they to others? Notice I don't ask how is their work product. Yes, we create a product or perform a service, but while we accomplish and achieve that, or while we don't, we are, no matter what, creating an experience. We're creating an experience of us. You are an experience, and I want you to start thinking like that. The question becomes, what experience do people have with me? What do I bring beyond what I'm doing? One of the traits of a conscious leader is that they realize that it's not just what they accomplish or achieve, but who they're being while they do it. In other words, how do people feel in your presence? How do they feel about your participation? The question to ask yourself is, does your personal brand delight others? Does it fuel others? Does it elevate others? Does it drain them? Does it encourage or does it discourage? We all know those people in our lives who are so negative that when we walk away, we're like, oh, exhausted or we're drained or we're wiped of energy. And the worst part of those people is that they don't even know that they are doing it. They have no idea that their personal brand is known as exhausting. If I asked your peers or your customers, your team members, or any of those around you, what would they tell me your brand is? What would they tell me about your participation? What themes would come up? Some people have a brand for always making it happen. Some people have a brand of always adding additional value. Some have a brand as someone who's calm under pressure. Always brings the team up. These are all different things I hear. And I can hear ones that are less positive oftentimes too, that we are unaware of. While others have a brand of doing just what they're asked to, there are others who are also known for resisting change, for example, or a brand of not being willing to receive feedback. What are you known for? Even if you get what you're meant to get done and accomplish what you're meant to do, are you aware of the experience that others are having while they're with you? This is just so important. We all have the power to elevate those around us no matter what we're doing. And when we recognize that we are bringing an experience, I mean, we know from science and tons of clinical work that we are all affecting each other energetically. The physics, the science is all there, the research to show that we are having an impact and being conscious of what that is and how we're perceived and how that's brought up and that experience that you bring is really important. What is people's experience of you? Are you patient? Are you rushed? Are you positive or negative? I have people that have a brand of always being on show instead of being authentic. Are you generous or selfish? For example, if you resist seeing, as I said, other people's perspectives, are you bullheaded or single-minded or, you know, be aware. Do you want others to brand you in the way that you're branded? Do you want your brand to be someone who can't receive feedback? Do you want yourself to be someone who's is never satisfied? There's so many ways to build your personal brand. Author and consultant Matthew Kelly is someone who talks about building your brand by surprising and delighting. Tim Sanders, I remember reading, he wrote a book and I'm forgetting what the title was, but it was, he was the former officer of Google and he advised building a brand of indispensable value. And he referred to that type of brand as a love cat, which is one who gives generously to build others up. Unlike what most might refer to or term personal branding, I consider, you know, thinking of that as marketing of yourself, I consider it actually more of a way to get clear about what I'm bringing 
and what I want to make sure that I bring to my interactions. For many of us, we may be unaware of what we're consistently bringing to our interactions because we're just so focused on getting things done or that we are ourselves and we're in ourselves and it's hard for us to have different perspectives. We're in our own fishbowl and we're unaware of the experience beyond our own experience in the moment. In the case of the purse, for example, the purse is good, but the experience was great. It was the feeling that I got that someone cared about it. They wanted to surprise and delight me. And they did. Sometimes in particular, I see high-producing, high-achieving individuals forget that the experience of them matters as much or even more than what they're doing. So they get really caught up in the achieving. And in the midst of that, they knock others down while it's going on. They ignore others' contributions. They forget to recognize people. They are very much working in their own lane, in their own silo, not being collaborative. It can be really easy to do. But when you start to think of it in terms of, I am more than just the result of this product, what is the experience I'm bringing as I create and do what I do? If you haven't given thought to your personal brand or to yourself as an experience lately, I have a practice that you can use to help you hone in on it and to elevate it. The first step in the practice is to simply ask yourself, who am I being while I do what I do? In my daily interactions, am I concerned with just getting it done and accomplishing, or am I deliberate about the experience I bring to my interactions? Let's just look at yourself through the eyes of others who you've interacted with in the last 24 hours. What experience, when you go back and think about your interactions, do you think that they felt when they were with you? And is that the one that you want known as your personal brand, as the experience of you? Because it can be really difficult for us to see ourselves accurately, one of the other options that I recommend that's a little bit more forward is to ask a friend or a trusted coworker. And specifically, you know, as annual reviews are happening, now's a really good time to even ask your manager. If you had to describe who I am known for being, what comes to mind? If you had to describe what your experience with me is regularly, what is that? You can explain actually why you are asking for this too. You can say, I just want to make sure that I'm self-aware of how I show up, of how I am experienced. The next step is to identify the personal brand that you want to promote. So in the first step, you're saying, okay, this is who I'm getting an accurate reading on my current personal brand and my current personal experience of me. And then the next step is to identify what it is that you actually want. Maybe you are right on target, but it's always good to do a pulse check. Maybe you want you have a personal brand, but you want to dial it up and you want to make sure that you're consistent, Disney consistent with bringing your brand forward. So this next step is to really identify what it is that you want to promote. How do you want people to experience you? Are you the go-to expert? Are you the stress reliever? Are you the one who gets things done? It doesn't matter what you choose. And that's what is really important for you to know. I don't care what it is that you want to be known for or what experience that you want to bring. That's personal to you. But you do need to know what it is because you can't hit a target you can't see. Am I right? So this is that place of identifying, this is what I'm bringing. This is who I am. This is what I'm bringing to the table. This is the experience I want people to have with me when they walk out of my theme park. 
you know? So the third step, and this is probably the most important one of all, you can't do three unless you've done your second and gotten specific on what it is that you want to bring, is that you have to be intentional about your personal brand and you as an experience. And to do that, you have to know the things that will deliver the experience that you want. Make a list of the five to seven things that will help you deliver that in your own way on a day-to-day basis. How will you surprise and delight during your experience of you? How will you do that? What I want you to know is that there's so many ways to surprise and delight in your organization or in your community and in your own way of being your own personal brand. But you got to get specific on it. I'll give my own example. So I consider my the experience that I want people to have having left me is that they were seen, that they were heard, and they know, even if I disagree, that they mattered, that I understand them. So I want to make sure, in essence, that I'm present. That's important. So then I have a list of five to seven things. I, for instance, started a meeting yesterday. I was going in a lot of different directions and distracted and had a lot of potential multitasking that was going on. But because I know my brand, I set my intention before I popped into the meeting to be deliberate about that. It's like, okay, close things down, close other things down, see, hear, and let everyone know they matter. And so with that, it's very simple. But with that on your mind, with that clarity, you're able to know the five to seven things then that you're going to do, just like the company that sent the purse. They know the five to seven things that they're going to do to surprise and delight. And they did them. And that's what I'm asking you to do. As I said, there's so many ways to surprise and delight. There's so many ways, whatever it is that you want people to experience of you. You can go the extra mile for a client or friend, grab a coffee for someone who's been sitting at their desk and fighting a tight deadline and hasn't had you know, a break. Maybe you streamline a process or make something easier just because you saw the opportunity. Maybe you share a compliment publicly at the team meeting or you share positive news. Maybe you give a call to someone who's struggling or you ask how you can help when you see something going on. Maybe you take genuine interest in someone and how they're doing as opposed to just having small talk and just catching people in the elevator. Invest in the relationship. Surprise a client with a gift. Do something that needs to be done even when you haven't been asked. These are all ways to surprise and delight. Give something to someone that's going to support them in growing. Maybe it's an article. Maybe it's another piece of information. Maybe you do something that makes someone's day easier so they're not going to get caught without being informed of something. Ultimately, your personal brand is a pulse check on who you're being and how people experience you, right? How people experience you matters because it either elevates them It either elevates the individuals in the organization or the community or your family, or it diminishes it. And the worst part is to be unaware of who you're being. Because if we're unaware and not asking the right questions, we're likely asleep. And our number one responsibility in this lifetime is to wake up, to be conscious, and then to help others wake up too. Remember, like I said, everything is energy. Energy never dies. It just keeps getting redistributed. It can be reconfigured and you have the opportunity to elevate it and to reconfigure it. Know that the team leader is not solely responsible for the energy of the team, just like a CEO is not solely responsible for the culture. Each of us has a responsibility to be awake and to bring a surprise and delight experience that begins with becoming more self-aware every single day. 
If asked what I believe is the answer to all of our problems on all fronts, from a national level to a personal level, familial level, romantic level, all levels, all fronts, it comes down to one thing, and that is self-awareness. Our ability to be aware and awake. Let's tie this up in a simple bow for you right now. To elevate your personal brand or the experience you bring, there's three things that you have to do. The first of these is to ask yourself the question, who am I being while I do what I'm doing? The second is to identify the experience you want others to have when they participate with you. In other words, identify your personal brand that you actually want. And the third step is to make a list of what you will do to bring forth that experience for others. Bottom line, be intentional. Be awake to the experience of you. Be awake to the experience of brand you, your personal brand. I highly recommend that you take a look at you as an experience Surprise and delight. We need more of that in the world. We need more elevation of our consciousness, of our humanity, and you're a part of that. The goal is for you to contribute and build relationships so that you do your best work in the highest service that you are capable of. You are more than what you do. Who you're being matters. That's what I have for you today in the Playing Flop podcast. I want to thank you for being here. Continue to check out the episodes that we have for you, those you may have missed, and then stay tuned for ones that are coming because we have some really great idea sharing coming up and other things as we end the new year and begin a new one so that you can love the life that you live as you do the best work of your career. We'll see you next time. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to breakthrough at ritahighland.com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast.